0: Last week, it was officially announced that I will be pastor of joining Nick in leadership of this service. And I just want to say, (laughs) thanks be to God. I want to say up front that I realize I am a broken, wounded sinner. It is nothing that I can do. But God, in and through me, as I join spirits and hearts with all of you, I am already blown away by the anticipation, the expectation of what God is going to do. So, please, just know, um, I have been down on my knees more so than ever before. I have emptied myself, and I have told God that I am a willing vessel through which I want his spirit to flow. And I am praying more than ever before that healing and unity can be a part of that in the mighty name of Jesus. So, as your spiritual leader now, I want you to put my number in your phone. So, I'm not the, you know, the, the answer to everything, but you need to know that I am available. So, if you don't have me in your contacts, put me in now. And yes, I mean, get out your phone and do it right now. Uh, youth, you have Brent and Kelly and all of the leaders. All of you have people. I know that. I am not your only person, but I'm here to say that I am willing to be your person when you need a person, okay? So, let, I just had to get that out of the way. Um, It is so important for us as we I feel like we 're just kind of taking a step, and I want every all of us to to be unified and get on board and and move ahead, because God has given me some things, and i 'm going to take boldness and authority, and we 're going to go with those things, as how God is leading us to be a unified a unified church, Noonan First United Methodist Church. And one of those things that, you know, God has given me is that we need to pray a prayer together. And you'll just have to deal with me because between now and at least Thanksgiving, I want us to pray it every week. And I want us to come into agreement that God is going to do mighty things. We are not a church right here. We are part of the church called Noon and First United Methodist Church. And you know, as well as I know, that there there is some healing and some some, um, unity that needs to occur. So would you pray with me? First part is going to be a, a, a corporate all of us prayer. And then we're going to go deeper to pray specifically for ourselves. Let's pray. God... We thank you for this, your church. We pray for a spirit of unity at Noon and First United Methodist Church. We speak against unforgiveness, resentment, and bitterness, and cancel every argument that comes against the knowledge and will of God. We receive forgiveness for our sins of the past, present, and future. Let us be vessels through which your healing love can flow. We receive your love right now, O oh God. Speak to our needs, guide and direct each one of us. And now, loving God, deal with me. Soften my heart and break every wall that separates me from you. Use me as a source of unity in my home in this church and in this community use me to speak healing to those who are hurting fill me with your Holy Spirit and energize me to serve you with bold confidence we pray this in the name above all names Jesus Christ our Lord amen We're going to go to John chapter 15 today. John 15, 1 through 5, because this gets us on the right track. Jesus says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, or in Greek that means he cleans So that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. And I'll say my interpretation this week means that because of Christ's righteousness in us. Or because of our identity in Christ. We are clean. We are forgiven. We are redeemed. We have a purpose. God has spoken into us. Through Christ in his righteousness for us. Jesus says, remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself, it must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, Jesus says, you are the branches. If a person remains in me and I in them, they will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Basically, my message this morning is very simple. Apart from Jesus Christ, you and I can do nothing. But you know that with Jesus Christ as the forerunner, as the author and salvation of our lives, we can have the privilege and the opportunity to do amazing things. So in this period of the next few weeks, as we get used to one another, let's vow that we will, in complete agreement, fully trust God and have faith in God, and then let's work together to have faith and trust in one another, because God is going to do amazing things. God has big plans for us. Now, this is kind of the vision that I feel God is, is leading us to. Huh. In, I know, grammatically, just boom. I, did, I messed up already. All right. I believe God wants us to become a more powerful witness of God's kingdom. You know, we can come here for an hour on Sunday morning, but that's not going to cut it. How we choose to live our lives and how we choose to be in relationship with others is what's going to make a difference. So, this is what we need to be focusing on. First of all, it's God is calling us into deeper worship, Worship corporately, in public, on Sunday morning, on other times, in other worship experiences, but also privately. So for the next two weeks, we're going to talk about why is worship so important, how do we worship, and what's it all about. And then next, I believe we are called to serve. You know that, but we've got to to do some, some energizing here. We're going to do some work with our ministry areas to know what to serve, how to serve here, but also what to do in outreach outside of these walls. Because the bottom line is when we interact with folks, we're sending a message. And our message needs to be that Jesus loves us so much that we can't just maintain ourselves basically or contain ourselves so this week will you reach out to somebody there are some folks who used to come here that haven't been in worship for a long time will you call them or text them and tell them that you miss them will you will you take a risk and invite somebody who hasn't been here before will you step out of your comfort zone and share with one another I mean, all of you youth, you have so much to offer here, and I want to hear from you. Because I don't want you just to sit back and think, okay, I'm going through the motions. I'll sit here because mom and dad made me come. You have so much that we can learn from you, so I want to hear from you. What do you expect? What do you want from, here, from this? Children, boy, I want to hear from you. Because I believe that we are to remain in a stay-close partnership. That's the real meaning of of remain in Greek. A stay-close partnership. So I want you to begin to open up to the Spirit's guidance. How is God calling you to stay close, first of all, with Him and with others this week? How is God calling you to be in community? You see, we were created to be in relationship. We were created to be in relationship. So if you think that, that this thing called being a follower of Christ is just between you and God, mm-mm, that's the foundation, that's where it starts. But then we have to be building relationships. And quite frankly, that takes us out of our comfort zone a lot of the times. But please be open to the ways in which God is, is pushing you a little bit, encouraging you, nudging you. How are you going to be in community Oh, I just have to, to interject here. I am not a numbers type of woman. Um, stats and, and logistics and details and, you know, the attendance of how many people are here on a Sunday, that, that's not at the top of my priority list. But But God has given me a number, and I think it's very doable. By Christmas, there need to be 225 people on a Sunday morning. Now, that's a God thing. I, since I'm not a numbers person, I didn't come up with that. So that means that you and I need to be reaching out to others and saying, Hey, I think you would find that you would like what's going on at noon in First United Methodist Church. And I will meet you here. You tell them how to get there. And you say, I will meet you here because I know how hard it is to come by yourself. I know how hard it is when you don't know where the bathrooms are and you don't know where to go. So make arrangements with your folks, right? Invite them, bring them, because God's, God's got amazing things in store for us. But we can't just sit here, and I'll talk more about that next week as I talk about worship. All right, part of what I believe is the main thrust of community is small groups, being in a small group. Some of you are already in a small group or life group. Uh, Some of you come and are part of a Sunday school class, which in a way is a small group. But I am here to say that I believe that God is calling us to form many more life groups to get us into what I would say doing life with one another. I'll be available 24-7 if you are in crisis. Yes, I expect to call if you need me or need one of your leaders to help. But but I'm not it. When you build relationships with other people, when you are sharing... Um, Challenges, joys, sorrows, the ups and downs, how you saw God, how you're searching for God. When you read scripture together and when you pray together, that's what builds community. So, this morning I have asked several of our life group people to come and share what is important to them. Why life group is such an important part of their life. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Ryan and Alexis, you want to start, and then we've got some others coming. And where did that mic go? Oh, good. Thank you. Uh, they're just going to share with you from the heart because I can preach about it all the time, but it's not going to mean as much as people who are living in a life group. So come on here up here so they can see you, and we'll get started. Thank you. <laughs> she is
1: awesome. And I'm so excited about her being our leader.
0: So, Thanks be to God. But,
1: are. but she asked us to do this, gosh, I guess it was about a year and a half ago. And I've never done a life group before in my life. I was raised Catholic. Here I am in a contemporary worship service doing a life group. Amen. Amen. It's wonderful that we have met some wonderful people that we knew in our church, but we didn't have these close relationships with them. And we've been able to establish some things that have just been really, really powerful. For me personally, I think the most powerful thing that's happened to me is I was never able to... I was able to pray, but I always did it silently. And someone in our group, Travis, and my husband, really pushed me outside of my comfort zone and taught me how to pray out loud. And to me, that's been awesome. Amen. It's really, really cool. But I love these people. I look forward to Wednesdays. I can't imagine life without them. Thank you.
2: Um, first off, let me ask, how many, if, if you would raise your hand if you've ever been in a life group? So look around, guys. Look around. Keep Put your, your Hands up, hand up. Y'all look around. How many people have been in a life group? Sorry. Um, when when Joanne asked us, I didn't know anything about life groups. And So we went to a little lesson. They taught us what it was about, and it was about sharing life with each other. And it was more than just us getting together and praying and and having a Bible study. It was about us being able to share our experiences with each other. And it crossed over not just from people in our Sunday school class, but people in other Sunday school classes. So it expanded what we were already doing here in the church You know, and we got to share with folks, people that were going through unemployment, who then got jobs and the blessings we got to see. We got to see people that that their brothers got jobs that were struggling with some things. So we got to see all these different people going through these different struggles. But then on the other side of it, we got to see all the blessings that God was putting in their lives. And... Had we not have been in an intimate group of people, where we could share that outside of what you would normally see in a Sunday school class, we would have missed out on some of what God was leading us to do in our lives and for our family. So the reason I ask people to raise their hands is I believe in what Joanne was saying earlier. Look around. There's not that many of us doing that right now. But it needs to be a part of the culture of this church, not just something we do in this church. And if we make it a part of the culture in this church, then it's like a web and it just... God's blessings spread through all of us, and the Holy Spirit works through all of us so that we can see these
3: things.
0: Amen. good. good. (laughs) All right, I'm going to latch on to that culture. Thank you. Alexis and Ryan Brooks, if you haven't met them, talk to them afterwards. I'm going to call Chelsea Brightman and Anna Knuckles and Katie Cantor. Yes? Okay, we've got we've got some life group members. Emily's out there too, from afar. They're they're supporting from afar. Come on up. But they can all come stand with us if you want. <laughs> sure. Well, I could call them out. I mean, all right. Okay.
1: So funny, you know. I said that because the first thing I did was text life group and say, "Y'all, Joanne asked me to do something, and you know you can't say no." So, <laughs> so here we go. Um, and I have notes. Okay, I'm good. Sure but I
0: hold I that up so they can. Okay.
1: Um, she asked two questions. Um, why is Life Group important to me? And then how have I been blessed by the Life Group? Um, so, first of all, our Life Group has been meeting for almost two years. We are an all-female group and growing. I mean, every couple of months we, we either invite somebody new or... Um, Katie's our newest member. Yeah, Katie. Um, so, I mean, the first thing for me, Life Group is just a place for me to rest. Mm. Um, sometimes as a mom and a teacher and a wife, you just need a place to go and just be. Um, So that's the first thing that it is for me. And second, it's a place for me to grow. Um, We've done several studies. Um, We talk, we cry, we laugh. um, And we just have fun and do life together. Um, I've met new people. I've gotten to know more about these ladies, not just in my Sunday school class, but in other Sunday school classes, um, that I probably wouldn't have known had we not formed this group together. Um, We started with a leader, but we all kind of, our leaders and, and co-facilitate um, in our group. Um, we've gone and done new things together that I never would have had the courage to do um, had I not been in this group. Um, and I have just, it has really taught me um, what my needs are in my spiritual life mm. and, um, you know, where I need to go. And um, we just, we ask each other tough questions. And um, it's just, it's just been an awesome experience. Um, and so I'm, I'm just blessed to know these people. And Amen. Thank you.
3: Um, so we are currently reading in our life group uh, The Best Yes by Lisa Turkest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's about making the best decision in your life, the best yes moments um, that God could give you, um, lead, leading you to. Um, and let me tell you, um, joining my life group was definitely the best yes I've ever um, done. These girls, doing life with these girls um, is really um co- comforted me um, in times that I needed it, um, has really left me up um, in times that I needed it as well, and then being there for them as well, um, just doing life together is just um, such a blessing um, from God, we, we come together just as we are, we don't, we don't sit there and pick at each other, or we just love each other and come in together and just join yeah, us. Yoga pants and all. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> or whatever you want to wear. <laughs> Amen. Um, but we just experience life together growing closer to God. And um, that's really what's that about Life Group is just doing life, as Joanne says, doing life with each other and um, getting to know each other and growing closer to God.
0: Amen. Thank you both. woo <clears throat> And last, but not least, Stephanie and Zane Piper. Hey.
4: Hey. Hey. Um, Hey. For any of you that know me, you know you kind of get what you see with me. If I'm having a bad day, you're going to know it. If I'm having a good day, you're going to know it. Um, And it kind of sounds like a joke, but I kind of have a commitment problem. And I know that sounds like a joke because I stand next to my husband with my two kids downstairs, my two dogs at my house. But I really do have a commitment problem, and uh, I don't really like to commit to things <laughs> that's going to take up my time or whatever. And what I've learned is I, we actually meet every other Monday, and I kind of wish we met every Monday because we have such a good time. Um, mm-hmm. We have such a huge diversity in our life group, and, like, we just have fun. Like, we really have fun. We enjoy talking to each other. It's a really honest, open platform for us to all kind of have our opinions, and some of our opinions are weird, (laughs) really weird. Um, But it gives us a good chance to just talk about it. And, like, if I don't get something or if I – oh, this last week we were talking about something, and I just didn't care, and everybody kept asking my opinion, and I was like, I really don't care how this panned out because, for me, it doesn't matter. Like – I just believe this, and this is, I believe it because I believe it. Like, I'm one of those people. And um, it's nice to be able to say that and not feel like you have to, like, drag something up and, oh, you know, I think this because of such. A, no, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not like that. I'm not that kind of person. So, for me, it's a really nice platform to just be honest because, like I said, you, you get what you see, and sometimes it's not that pretty.
5: <laughs> it's always pretty. Amen. It is always
0: oh! pretty smart man smart man
5: Uh, well in the exact opposite of my wife I'm an engineer by trade and by education and I have to know the answer all the time because there is always a right answer so um, there are some things that this environment is not conducive to Uh, it's just by design by nature it's just not the best platform for some things. And for somebody like me who's still relatively in the infancy of their faith, it's more of a a wrestling match internally than, than it is like a, I don't know, a, le- a leisurely stroll, mm. I guess. I, don't know, I guess that'd be mm-hmm. a good way to put it. So for me, I have a lot of questions that might be considered taboo or there are things that I don't understand that may not be... That I may feel like somebody would judge me, as I know this is church, and that never happens, um, <laughs> you know so so I, I may not feel comfortable asking certain people certain questions because they're they 're uh, against the grain, so to speak, so what the life group has done for me has presented me with a with a, a comfortable, confident atmosphere in an area to to kind of expound on some beliefs that I may have or some things that I may be struggling with that I may not feel comfortable uh, broaching in any other situation, so for me, I guess more than like a communal aspect it's more of a personal thing for me, and that it's it's a, an environment that facilitates that kind of exploration I guess that's it that's, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good way to put it so. For me, it's been a huge blessing in my life. It's really helped me to grow closer to some friends I already had. It's really helped me to grow closer to, to other members of this church that I may not have ever, you know, really um, gotten, you know, had a conversation with that was anywhere on that level of depth. So it really has been a blessing for us, and it's really kind of created a family um, even closer knit inside this church than I would have thought possible.
0: Amen. Thank you. Thank you. So my challenge, my uh, request that you uh, pray about is this. I believe that we all have to be in community. And our human condition would immediately say, I don't have time for that. My schedule is too busy. I am absolutely way too busy already. And I would hope that you can put that mindset aside and ask God, okay, if this is so important, how can I make this work? Because I believe this is going to be personally and publicly, corporately, the thing that's going to, to get us moving in a unified fashion. How are you going to buy in? Youth I know you have small groups on Sunday night. I want to encourage you. If you aren't staying for those small groups. Please give it a try. Be Take a risk. Do what God is calling you to do. To be the body of Christ. And one thing I, I also want to say. You know it's not all personal um, Warm and fuzzy stuff. By that I mean in a life group, we hold one another accountable in that it is, it is an environment where you can see perhaps a relationship that is, is being dis, uh, following distractions or temptations or falling off of the game a little bit. You can hold each other accountable, and you can stop disaster from happening. You can be the glue that binds one another closer to the Holy Spirit's guidance. Because you know, by personal experience, I've, I've been there where I don't have a clue that I am about to derail, but others are seeing it through my behavior, are seeing it through my actions, are seeing it or hearing it through what I say or not say. And that's another point that is so important from these life groups. All right, so my number is going to go back up once again because some of you have been convicted during this time that, yes, I need to do this. I don't know how in the world I'm going to make time. I don't know what's going to happen, but yes. So if and when you feel that you want to be a part of a life group, you text me, and I hope some of you are texting me now. And if, uh, you know, you'll hear more about this life group stuff for a few more weeks, but we're going to get started. I, I will sit with leaders, and I will train, and we will talk through, uh, we will pray, we will get things going. But community is what being the body of Christ is all about. So let's just have a prayer. Hmm. God, we need you. We have sung that. We came here as needy. We need you. So we pray, God, that you would lead us and guide us. Show us how, as we plug into Jesus the the vine, help us also know how we can spread our branches and be the branches and, and what community looks like, oh God. Holy Spirit, we need you to unify us. We need you to energize us and and put us on fire to be the church that you're calling us to be. So we simply say, let it be so, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.